what it is what's up got your podcast in the cut the tale assist a societal podcast and we're back with what i think is the precipice of not only this podcast but probably my existence to this point and i say that to sound like a pathetic fucking nerd that peaked in fucking high school uh you could say i am i don't know you probably wouldn't be wrong but i say it to say that it was just a year that separate of school a lot of things went well for me and when i talk about this year i don't even have to mention the specific one because if you're thinking about a generation z slash millennial in a, in a millennial generation even speaking highly about a year you already know what we're talking about 2016 we're officially at the five-year anniversary of it um and it's hard to even conceive of that because as for anybody else that wax poetic about this year you're probably still stuck in senior year wondering what the fuck happened after that um and you're probably still stuck in 2019 uh hoping to god that is 2020 will be better and uh by the way it didn't get better um so <laughs> so there's so many there's so many thoughts i've had about this year since it's passed uh i've had conversations with people that say oh 2017 is just 2016 part two or 2015 was 2016 the prequel i kind of want to do something like this for 2015 but uh 2020 was just a fucking weird ass year for me that's the first year i started this podcast so i think a lot of things are just happening uh mentally that i just kind of did not get to it but specifically i think in all this conversation i have it's important to 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 frame the entertainment events the graduation events the progression in culture uh the last year uh before trump which i think regardless of you know i think things as much as they want to do is go back to normal there is no pre-trump normal returning it's just a different world like crease that's not that reference doesn't work um <laughs> well yes it does the show's called different world a different world like Cree summers there we go um shout out to kanye kanye the last kanye feeling album came out 2016 i think some of these post klop joints are still quality at least the rap ones the one he's gonna curse on but klop last Kanye album possibly um all that shit aside it's about how you personally felt I think about that album I have all these accolades and all these articles pulled up but that's going to be later on because really it's about how I felt and really at the end of the day in 2016 it felt like fucking divination like if it was the rapture and you were the first motherfucker called up that's what 2016 felt like for me um, it was my, I'm not going to go too thorough into my life because you probably should never do it on the internet, but it was my first year. Well, actually it was a culmination of my first year in the first half, my first year at a new high school, uh, where it was pretty much a release, a haven for me. Uh, I met liberal women, uh, which if you've seen the world since 2016, uh, liberal hoes even though you may not completely fuck with the shit they say comes with their fucking mouth there's listen no one's fucking champion uh dirty muddy uh i use deodorant every two days my 
back two teeth are knocked out because I fucking used them to open a goddamn beer bottle. Fucking bitches. Alright? Now, I'm not saying bitches be derogative. I'm just saying that no one fucking lords over them. People want golf pussy. And golf pussy is a conservative. It's not MAGA. It's it's liberal. <laughs> this is my first time around liberal women. Uh, because of the place I'm, I'm from. Uh, does not have many of them. <laughs> so moving out of this place for a year, for two years. After a year there, I was pretty much allowed to be the person I, I, I felt like I was. Now like some fucking, you know... I'm not a gay tip. Like, oh, fuck, I was out here. No. But, like, I was able to be personable in a way that I never couldn't, you know, a place I was pretty close minded uh, uh, around. And I met some homies I'm still cool with to this day, five years later. Really cool motherfuckers. Um, I was kind of inter- introduced into a world, like a society that just was not allowed for motherfuckers in my upbringing. Uh, so I felt, like, elevated by a motherfucker, really. Uh, you know, kind of stickler with some rules, but like we had so much fucking fun, you know, kind of getting around the rules. That was just cool in that aspect. And more than anything, dog, I felt connected to the fucking world, bro. And it's not a positive way because it's just me like diving into social media in an addiction type of way that I haven't recovered from yet. But like in 2015 or 2016, yeah, fucking Snapchat get popular. And I had one in 2012, December 2012, December like 26, 2012. I had one since then, but. This is the first year where like, that shit really started taking over. You had Khalid. You had uh, Schoolboy Q. Uh, Cutter. Um, that's Kid Cutty. You know, it's a nickname, Cutter. Um, fucking, who else was hot on there? I think Kylie Jenner was pretty hot on there. Iskra fucking, yeah, Iskra fucking Lawrence. And pretty much late 2015, kind of 2016. You had Iskra fucking Lawrence, uh, who, I, you know, you know, regardless of what you, I know there's a different thousand of words I take this episode. I'm just kind of cutting the shit right now, just chatting. Um, Jessica Lawrence and her like strong ass built ass <laughs> really put on like for a change of women. Her Ashley Graham, she came out that year too. Ashley Graham and Jessica Lawrence really for bad, for better or for worse, put on a different culture with white bitches. I will tell you, it was a distinctly different appearance that white women was shooting for before them two hoes came along. And that, none of what I'm trying to say is like derogatory. It's just, I, I try to try to break out of the using that language. But those two women, big ass thighs, uh, exposed themselves like, and I'm not like, you know, because, you know, OnlyFans wasn't hot yet. But, um, you know, we had, we had the, uh, <laughs> that's, I'm going to say, I'm not going to talk about that. But, you know, it's like, Using social media as pretty much, um, as Amber Rose kind of officially put it, like there's a slut walk. It's not really they were trying to do it in a slutty way, but they're just like showing themselves, uh, and you know taking like new pictures like that was cool and like flaunting your body was cool before these two women, but like it was just something about the way they kind of, I guess taste, quote unquote tastefully did, um. Showing some titties like Lindsay Palos, uh, fucking Elizabeth Ployo. Um, it's just all these mad like chicks that came out, kind of like the, the post Tumblr generation where like po- like Tumblr pretty much died about 2015 ish. Um, so it's like you take kind of the I would almost say degeneracy that was commonplace in Tumblr, you fluff it up, you make it kind of corporate marketable. And you push it out there on mass, showing some titties, showing some ass, showing hand bras, all that shit. But like it's 
quirky. I Tumblr shit, but like tasted up for Instagram and Snapchat. And it really, it really kind of, I think, brought a level of of thoughtiness to to the I, I don't again don't mean that to be derogatory, but like thoughtiness to the the mainframe, the the everybody's Instagram feed where it became acceptable. Like shit that was not, I guess, prioritized with the way that women kind of put themselves on social media became important. How did your angles look with the ass pick? Uh, and you know, you had like, you know, fucking catfish and shit like that, but like it became like I think it also kind of coincided with Instagram becoming this, um, this like everyone wants to be a model type shit. I would really say the peak of that, because I, I can just say for myself, I was able to post like memes and shit on Instagram like 2015, 2016, really 2015, no problem. And then like this whole like cultural shift kind of happened in 2016. Motherfuckers wasn't posting like with their friends no more unless their friends were dressed up. It's like this whole gussied up shit that I think in part came because the women really started stepping up to try to match the Isco Lawrence's and the Ashley Cramps and Kylie Jenner's and Kendall Jenner's and blah, 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 blah. Um, but going from there, and also the commodification of iPhones. Um, I, there's so many different ways that I, I can, I don't want to take this episode too crazy. So I'm going to just stick to my experience for the most part. But I still have to say that really there was such a divide in, in devices and, and kind of experiences on social media. Um, it wasn't really homogenized and I was a very different user motherfucker. I was using social media as like a memester, uh, like like Snapchat. I would basically use to post memes and shit, like kind of kind of like like kind of the way that it's like now commonplace now to like kind of spin some everyday event into a meme. That was me like six years ago. Um, I really got you know big into it. Like I kind of got a better. I had a shitty burner like Android ca- uh, camera for a minute, and you know that. It wasn't easy, but it's kind of part of the the flavor because I still had the fucking burner camera, um, and I was just out here like people fuck with like that shit. Like people, Snapchat kind of came as advent this this plane for being basically unnaturally funny, like in you know, the life that you really don't live type of funny. That was the shit I was doing. People fuck with that, so I was like getting connected through that. I got onto Twitter hardcore. Like I had a Twitter two thousand nine, but I didn't really fuck with it until like twenty. Probably probably 2014, 2015. Probably 2014, 2015. Um, maybe 2013, like late 2013. But really started hitting in like 2014, 2015. Um, got connected there. Stopped fucking with Facebook because it just was not like my age. Like this, this is when I realized like motherfuckers, there's like a divide culturally that kind of expanded since then. But 2015 is where I could really tell like niggas on there was like, oh like old, like I'm already dating myself type of bullshit. Um, and the, the, the people my age, you know, 15, 16 year olds was like legit out here, like posting, like, you know, like Twitter and Instagram and shit. Like, I was like thinking to myself, like, this is so fucking weird. Cause I was thinking like, this is some shit that I had to play games on, talk to my family to watch, like, you know, like a couple of fucking funny videos. But, like, this isn't like a, this isn't this. So I kind of like, a, you know, got off of there for real. Um, until you know, I kind of got in this, this school group me or, or group, not group me, school group. Uh, Facebook groups are a fucking trip. Like that, that shit was funny as fuck. I will say that's one of the things I had going for this community. Um, but I think it actually kind of like went away from groups for the most part. Um, so there's that. But more than anything, I think 2016 
gave me such an appreciation for you know maturation concepts and i think it, it just it was i mean it literally was just the, the fucking like last couple of years that this generation gen z had of being youth i think that shit just culminated in kind of getting to embrace adult concepts while not be, being an adult i mean you're 16 you got a fucking the majority of gen z i should say the majority because this this is like the very earliest of gen z my age but the very tail end of millennials in the very beginning of gen z is pretty much hitting the age where you're out here fucking um you're out here fucking and you're out here horny as shit every five seconds so you take that energy that is innate um and then you transmit to whatever else you want to do like just get into fucking college um stay up stay oh stay awake every fucking day to wait for Frank Ocean to drop an album, which I don't regret whatsoever. Going brazy on an SNL uh, fucking live reveal because Kanye finally stopped bullshitting and performed highlights. I mean, there's so much little shit there that I, I kind of just forget about, but like, I, I, I think it was just the, the, the peak, the peak energy, the peak performance of so many fucking people. And I know like, obviously there's some people that after 16 after 18 after 21 they're still going good because i mean nowadays if you were born in the 90s but you are part of gen z you are older than 21 which is thought to be like pretty much the the pretty much the peak of um of youth for a lot of people some people say 25 but the majority of people say 21 uh so if you are you may you could have like about six months left give or take five months left give or take but for the majority of people that are Gen Z or Millennial that are born for 2000, you are above 21. So, something to keep in mind there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, motherfuckers was just fucking busting the groove out of this motherfucking dog. I mean, people was, I didn't even, I have Twitter pulled up. I'm not even looking at Twitter memories, bro. I'm just thinking about 2016 Energy, 2016 fucking Astro, that stupid ass shit. But motherfuckers literally just like 2016, dude. People are people have compared every summer since 2016 to 2016. You understand how fucking crazy that is? Every fucking summer, dude. Motherfuckers want to reef like form their life around the shit they did five years ago. People are like thinking about shit that happened in 2016, thinking like, man. I, I know it's kind of like it, it might be like a confirmation bias in a sense. Because, I mean, like, you think about this shit, you think to yourself, oh, this motherfucker said 2016 is hot. This motherfucker said 2016 is hot. I also think 2016 is fucking hot. But, like, dude, I, I, it's, it's such a collective. Like, it's it's a, it's a meme of how collective it is, but it's still a fucking collective. Everybody, everybody, every generation has that. We had, we have 2016. The motherfuckers 50 years ago had fucking Woodstock. The motherfuckers, a generation two before us, had fucking nine eleven. Everybody's a collective like period of time that just kind of was overwhelming. That that perspired in such a way that you even knew at the moment that it's going to be hot. Everybody knew in the midst of twenty sixteen. The only difference between this and those couple other events is that those have some of those things lined up to the short amount of time that you kind of immediately know this is fucking unparalleled. Such as with COVID. And the shutdown. 
this right here I think we did know dude I think we really did know that Twin Cities is gonna be some hot ass shit bro I think we did but a lot of motherfuckers are so young they say youth is always wasting the fucking you know young motherfuckers that shit in stride you know you, you sit there and you think to yourself oh man this fucking day I was listening to fucking For Free by Drake and then I turn the radio off and I go back inside and I put on fucking uh, I fucking SNL I got the fucking Kanye shit on uh, I go on fucking Adidas Confirmed I got the fucking Turtle Dove Yeezys in my fucking cart I mean I, I, I go from there and I put on a fucking TV I got the regular show the fucking movie on on the fucking telly um fucking let's, let's look up video games in 2016 I think it's a year before TLOU Oh yeah, you know, I got fucking Overwatch. You know, I, I, pl- I plug in fucking Overwatch. Pokemon Go. I go outside, I fucking play Pokemon Go. I'm walking around the fucking street playing Pokemon Go. Titanfall 2. No Man's Sky. I mean, Pokemon Sun and Moon, dude. Uh, f- <laughs> fucking 2K17. I mean, come on, man. 2K17? If you ask... I would say... 60% of people that fit under the later millennial... Early Gen Z. Because there's going to be a lot of people that did not play 2k11 or don't really remember 2k11 too too much now obviously our brains are old enough where we can remember like 2010 drops like fucking black off and shit like that but i would think the majority of people their peak 2k memory is going to be 15 or 17 clash royale at the last fucking year those clash games even fucking did anything persona fucking five came out in japan in fucking 2016 it came out 2017 in america but the point is the point is, dude. The fucking point. The point is, dude. You literally go anywhere you want. Fucking you. Wasn't that the first year of fucking like been discussing Brexit or some shit like that? I mean, it's like literally every fucking thing you could possibly think of. From every realm of society occurs in this one short period of time. We knew we were witnessing history, but it's just like, how how were we witnessing history? You know? How? How? And what way specific to our own lives? For me, I met the friends that uh, you know I would fucking you know love fucking with forever. I met you know fucking women that had a lasting memory with me. You know I you know they can go fuck themselves right now. But there were some women that I met that year that kind of taught me you know emotions that I didn't fucking even know I had at, at you know that point. Like I maybe it coincided with my you know my my innate horn dogginess. But um, you know, uh, you know, this bitch asked Adam to Snapchat Premium. You know, we not Snapchat Premium, uh, Snapchat Private. You know, we didn't have it fucking 2017. <laughs> we did have Snapchat Private. That should have been goaded. Uh, that shit would have been absolutely fucking goaded. No, I will say one thing about social media that they kind of it was too open that, that's probably the one thing I would think and look back to and be like yeah you know maybe the shit was too open you know it it, it it got a sense of 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 community outside of me that hasn't been there either because I think people are so toxic now social media so fucking hazardous so so biting like fucking dogs just biting each other and it's like you'll never hear like that fucking raw like almost love that that kind of spread it's also because of like you know people's allowed to just be you know the, the rawest version of themselves so it's like the last year 
where people really allowed to just be raw assholes to each other in 2016. Um, so there's that too. But I think that's about it. I just a lot of different ways I want to take this series, um, and none of them are really concentrated in any way. Um, I think the next one is going to be on music. That's probably the second biggest kind of concept that I think people stem from this. I don't even know how many parts I'm going to bring this. Like, I wanted, I, I thought ten initially, but I'm thinking to myself like, I, I don't have the the the, I don't have the ability to curate this solo enough to do ten parts. It, ten, there's ten parts of material, but I think I touched on so many different things here that it would be behooved to kind of just concentrate down to like a, a, about three or four that I actually know. And then if you guys want to see more and maybe just go from there. But uh, first part of a really... Something I always saved for a really rainy day. I didn't know when was the right time to do it. But, you know, 12 a.m., May 24th. Um, I feel like it's just the time to start it up. And we're going we're gonna to try to finish I don't finish a lot of shit on this motherfucking podcast. But this one right here um, is pretty much my trap card. My, my, my fucking Azodia that I've been saving ever since I started making content. I, I knew one day I was going to do some 2016 shit and uh, it just feels good to start it up. Hope you enjoyed the quality. Uh, I'm going to, you know, do whatever I can to make this one fucking seem presentable. Um, if you want it shorter, let me know. This is meant to be kind of short to kind of be like an interlude to, to some bigger shit, but I just started waxing poetic, dude, and I just kind of kept on going. But next one I think will probably be music. I think. We'll just see what's up. Hope y'all enjoy. Please enjoy your day. Don't bathe in nostalgia. That's going to be an end lesson for all this shit. This shit really going to be cathartic to me. I want to get that shit off my chest. I don't even think about 26 to this shit. Unless it's the, you know, reference shit from there that I fuck with heavy OD. But other than that, I wouldn't want to come back to that shit like that. But we going to see. I probably am anyway because I got my fucking dicks on 2016. I fucking some badass bitches. No, I want to say badass bitches, but you know, some bitches that... You know, the thing about I don't want to go to a tangent. Let's just say sometimes a bitch can be eh, but hit you in a badass bitch type of way. Maybe because you don't know better. Maybe because you're 60 years old, you just fuck with bitches. I don't know. But we can move on to part two next. Peace.